Namaste, Shalomar, Shakatak, uh, Shakakan, Shukademus, and Pliers, and Sherry Hewson off of Loose Women to each and every one of you, as well as Dishy Rishi Sunakanak from Milo here. Thank you, Milo. Rishi Sunakanaka, the spirits are very strong tonight. Now, before we get to the live show, which we recorded in London the other day, I just wanted to draw your attention to this lovely email I got from someone called Zena. Spooky music, please. Hello, Clinton. This experience has got me thinking about the other side. Promising. Here's what happened. I received news that an old friend, Elaine, had passed away, and later in the month I was invited to her funeral. I decided to spend a few nights at her house to help out with the funeral preparations and to provide support to her husband, who is in his late 80s. I was given her room to sleep in. She had been in a care home for a few months and prior to that had been moved from her bedroom to the front room so she hadn't used her own bed in a long time. Now, at this point in my life, I no longer believed in ghosts, God, heaven and hell, etc. So I wasn't superstitious or worried about sleeping in her room. After the long drive from Cheshire to Norfolk, I was glad to slip into a nice comfy bed and get a good night's sleep. I was deep in sleep when suddenly I felt an immense weight on my chest. It wasn't the old man, was it? <laughs> Followed immediately by only what I can describe as an energy force surrounding my entire person. The weight and the force was very strong. It lasted for about eight to ten seconds and then vanished for a few seconds, but immediately returned and enveloped me once again. And this happened three times in succession. By this time, I figured it must be Elaine announcing her presence. So when this energy force came down on me a third time, I tried as best as I could to utter her name out loud. Now, this is not easy to do when you're asleep, but I managed to say her name. As soon as I'd done that, the weight and the force lifted, and I went straight back to sleep. It was as if her spirit... Then she... This is where it falls apart. It was... It... If... If it was her spirit... Then she had a very strong presence. But it was not benevolent, because throughout the whole experience, not once did I feel scared. Not benevolent, possibly malevolent, because throughout the whole experience, not once did I feel scared or threatened. She's got the wrong word. I still don't know what to make of it, but it does make me think, could there actually be an afterlife? Yes, there bloody well is, Zena. She signs it, still sceptic, Zena. Let's speak to Zena. Zena is here now. She's very keen to speak to me. She looks haunted. I can see her on the Zoom by the experience all these years later. She's now living in Buxton. Buxton is a lovely part of the world in Derbyshire. Is that correct, Zena? That is right, Clinton. Oh, I love it. She's putting on a phone voice because she didn't have that. <laughs> she didn't have that voice when I spoke to her earlier. She was common as dog's muck. But now she's put on this quite posh voice. Speak however you like, Zena. If that's what you, how you want to speak on air, that's up to you, love. Uh, okay, all right then, yeah. That's more like it. That's more like it. Zena, we've heard the story. We are severely 
scared by it because I believe it 100%. Do you believe it to have happened this day? And do you believe it to be a spooky thing? Well, that's the thing. I don't know what to make of it because I don't actually believe in ghosts. Right. Um, there you are, you see. Right. I mean, I used to when I was younger. Yes. I was into the whole mystique and occult and all of that, you know, fortune telling and everything. Yes. But um, as I've grown older, um, I'm waiting. I'm more like Linda. I want some, um, you know, logical reasons yes. for yes. something to happen. Yes. So this incident, when it happened to me, well, normally, if something like that would happen, you'd think, oh, it's sleep paralysis yes, yes. or something yes. like that. But the experience was so vivid and so real. Right. And I really felt the presence of the, the energy. The, the, the lady. <laughs> yes, a lady, Elaine. Um, can I ask you, how did you know Elaine and how come she lived so far away from you in Norfolk and you ended up going over there? Um, it's a sad story, actually, but oh, I knew... God, keep it light, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Go on. I knew her daughter. Right. Um, her daughter and I were friends, but um, her daughter Lovely. passed away 10 years ago from cancer. Oh, oh God. Um, but I've kept on... Um, kept in kept contact. In touch. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, there's clearly... That's a comedy cul-de-sac there. Let's keep away from that. But <laughs> So Elaine moved away to Norfolk and... You are presumably pretty close with, with Elaine and her husband, is that right? Well, I've known them for, yeah, de decades, yeah. Right. So they're like okay. family friends, really. Lovely, yeah. lovely. So you went there, you went over, that's very good of you to go over there. And I mean, that wasn't your job or anything, sort of nursing or respite? No, no, or, uh, no, no uh, it wasn't. But because I've known them for so long and I last spoke to her a couple of months before she died. Right. Um, and then when her husband informed me that she had passed away and then invited me to the funeral, I thought, right. yeah, I have to pay my, you know, my last respects. I mean, I think you wrote on, in the email, you didn't feel it was a, a, a benevolent. Did you mean malevolent? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. If you are going to put on the posh voice and try and act a little bit sophisticated, <laughs> use the right fucking words, can you, Zena? I should have used that AI chat, whatever that is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, oh, no, definitely not. I hate okay, that. Okay, I've, I've, I've got it all wrong. No, I? no, you meant malevolent. That's all right. Yeah, so you felt that it was a kindly spirit and it was definitely Elaine. Yeah, well, I didn't feel scared whatsoever. Not, not one bit scared, not one bit threatened, which would be quite unusual in those circumstances. You'd feel a bit scared, right, yeah. if... You'd experience that, but I didn't feel any of that. No, no. Given your given your mastery of the English language, do you mean scared or do you mean confident? It's one of those two. But were you were you? So you thought it was a bit. I mean, of course, I'm playing devil's advocate. There are people who would say that is classic sleep paralysis, and somehow in the in the midst of a dream, and I've done it before. I've shaken myself out of a dream. I've shaken myself during a dream as well, actually. <laughs> but you know, do you ever? Do, did you ever think it might be sleep paralysis? If you were just dreaming something, and it was Elaine's face. Well, I. I might have thought it would be, but it was just so powerful. The the way. My God! Yes, and my God! The, the the it was so yeah it was so intense the way it just immediately woke me up and then it was followed by an energy all around my body from head to toe you know like a cocoon yeah yeah 
So it was different. The weight was a different feeling and the energy around was a different feeling. The weight was like waste and the energy around was like a tingly. Do you know what? I think she just, well, because this couple, Elaine and her husband, they don't believe in an afterlife either. Right, okay. So maybe she just wanted me to know that she was there because it happened like three times, you know, it came on me and then it left. So I think she just wanted me to know that she was there. All right, I want to ask you something now and please don't take this the wrong way. I feel a bit mean saying this because they're very special people to you. Was, and there's no easy way to ask this, her husband lying in bed next to you at the time? (laughs) I can 100% say absolutely not. (laughs) Had he been in bed with you and just nipped out to drain his old man's... He wouldn't be he wouldn't be quick enough because he's like 87. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, sometimes those are easier to catch, those ones, Zena. Zena, I want to thank you very, very much. I've asked that question. I feel a little bit sick having asked that because you're clearly a very caring, loving person. Zena, thank you very much. What an absolute joy to speak to you. Thank you, Clinton, and keep on doing what you're doing. Oh, and you too, my <laughs> love. And if there's anything else, would you please get back in touch with us? I, I will, thank you, yes. What a wonderful lady. Namaste, my darling. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> I went down the lane. Uh, we're going to kick off again to the rather familiar strains of Aunt Dean's contribution to our Busker series, recorded the other weekend in Bognor. Please enjoy the show, and why not come and see us? We got tickets.com and look for Clinton Baptiste Sunday Seance. We'd love to see you there. Thank you. gentlemen please welcome to another episode 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 20 of Clinton Baptiste Paranormal Podcast before we go any further please welcome oh she's wonderful she's one of the most gorgeous women I've ever met Linda Pollock come on let's hear Hello friends, this is a teaser podcast for season six. Now join me over at patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste and get to hear the full season six podcast plus videos, uh, celebrity interviews, sketches, features, Linda the lot. Come on, get over there. Be one of my special friends. Thank you. Namaste.
Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, uh, all the old back catalogue, and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fady Nail.